Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome back to the Diversity Do Podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And before we get started, uh, it'd be good to mention that Minneapolis holds a special place in the entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. It's where you got to start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting up the community on Target's exciting new content series, Black Beyond, now playing on YouTube.com slash Target. And regarding the Diversity Do podcast specifically, for those of you interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond that which I share in podcasts like this, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, not just for therapists. Recently recognized as an independent book publisher association, Benjamin Franklin Gold Award winner for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Also recently published as an audiobook for your listening convenience. And I hope that no matter what your role or position may be, if you're a helping professional in any way, that you consider ordering diversity and clinical practice to help you learn practical and encouraging strategies for meeting the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve. And similarly, whether it be through my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author and speaker, my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So today, I want to talk to you about the voluntary risk of diversity conversations. Uh, as I mentioned previously, uh, I've been a major family therapist for about 20 years now. Uh, and for the past seven years, I've had the pleasure of helping equip uh, and empower my fellow mental health professionals in their efforts to meet the needs of individuals from a variety of cultural backgrounds. Over time, I've had the great honor to be invited then to take these positive and shame-free, the, these practical and non-mental health-specific tips and strategies beyond the mental health field to equip educators, faith leaders, community leaders, corporate leaders, and more. And every once in a while, I'm asked by someone a similar question. Basically, why do I do it? It goes something like this. I say, Lambert, so first, let me say that this was one of the first diversity trainings that I didn't hate or resent going to, <laughs> which I say thank you. Uh, uh, but then second, uh, this is a very difficult topic that most people wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole, considering it too negative or risky. Why are you voluntarily willing to talk about this topic in the way that you do? Uh, and now when I hear this type of question, two things come to mind. Uh, the first is my personal feeling of being grateful to have the opportunity to be, have a positive impact on someone, uh, which I definitely don't take for granted on this type of topic, a much needed topic. Uh, the second is that what is behind the question is often in part a desire to learn how to lean in when so many lean away. Many times uh, they admit that they would like to participate in or even initiate cultural competence conversations uh, in their home or in their workplace, but instead there are so many internal and external barriers that the risks seem too high to engage in. And that's where my answer lies. See, the way I see it, the risk of not having these conversations is higher than the risk of having them. Here's what I mean. 
uh, started from my perspective as a marriage counselor, I originally expected to just focus on strengthening marriage relationships with these psychological tools that have been provided from my educational experiences. Uh, not only that, but as a therapist, I'm kind of trained to be neutral and to be able to support everyone who I encounter. Uh, this is very consistent with common efforts to navigate around topics that seem to be controversial, avoiding whatever seems too political, too religious, too social justice oriented and more. However, over time, I began to see uh, that in order to support individuals, couples and families in their efforts to healthily cope with various life stressors, then I needed to be able to understand multiple sides of these many controversies and why they were so important to people that they would let it impact them personally and the relationships they're trying to maintain in life. This eventually led to a growing appreciation for there being many reasons why people value different things, including their varied cultural backgrounds, their corresponding life experiences, and the varied hopes and fears for the future based on those experiences, both personally experienced and witnessed. Over time, I came to appreciate that while the resulting values and practices may differ across cultural groups, the desires for a safe environment, uh, healthy relationships, and support in living their best life possible was similar across different cultural groups. Unfortunately, those value differences and preferences for how things are said and done between groups were less often valued for their uniqueness and instead more often misunderstood and caused distance between cultural groups. Now, seeing the need for clarification of misunderstandings and the step in as a step in the right direction for improved cross-cultural relationships, I expected to see my fellow mental health professionals taking the lead and doing what we do, clear up misunderstandings, teach healthy coping and relationship skills. Unfortunately, that common trend impacting mental health professionals and other helping professionals as well, uh, avoiding drama that might spill over onto them personally uh, and uh, the, the common uh, impact that it has moving forward. And this trend expanded far beyond mental health professionals. Many helping professionals in various different fields find themselves in a similar situation, genuinely torn between their desire to help others and their reasonable desire for self-preservation, uh, not able to see how they can do both healthily. Ultimately, both the helpers and those being helped find themselves afraid to have these difficult conversations, which means no conversations occur, ultimately leading to no change occurring. When no change occurs, it's reasonable to assume that the future will either replicate the past and the present or that things will get worse. And I don't know about you, but even while there's a lot of things about the present that I hope remain, there's a lot of room for growth as well, making silence uh, and, uh, and avoidance unsustainable and not worth the risk. More specifically and personally, when I consider the future, I consider the environment my daughters will grow up in and what role we can play today in making that future a better environment for them than it is today. So when I speak on the topic of multicultural awareness university, I'm not sharing because I think I know everything about everyone. Uh, there's so much I don't know and so much I'm still learning and I, as I encourage you to do as well. I'm not sharing because I like to be controversial or stir up drama. I like to mend fences then, then create more divides. Nor do I speak because I believe I have all the answers to the world's most divisive challenges. I don't, but it'd be nice to be able to contribute to them. And that's where I transition. I instead, I speak uh, to help decrease barriers and reduce fears that keep people silent. Uh, 
I speak to help equip and empower people to listen uh, and join into cultural competence conversations, uh, no matter where they are, no matter what their role, no matter what they know and what they don't know. The goal is to make these conversations so common and frequent that it's no longer rare. The goal is to do it in such a positive and healthy way that people want to engage more, to learn more about similarities and differences. Because the more people who are willing to join into the conversation, the more ideas and solutions will be found and implemented. Not only that, but the more cultural cultural variety there is among the people having these conversations, the more culturally considerate the suggestions and solutions will be taking into account various cultural values and experiences rather than those of only a majority in a certain environment. And if these seeds are planted now, then when my daughters, your daughters, your sons, whoever the next generation is, when they grow up, they will be ready to join the conversation and they can reap the harvest, the, the benefit of skipping over the continued need to convince people to be willing to talk about identifying and meeting culturally diverse needs and skip straight to brainstorming and putting into action the great, diverse, and culturally competent solutions of the future. My question to you is what opportunities do you have to at least contribute, not necessarily initiate or lead or, or take a charge, but to contribute to healthy, culturally competent conversations around you? What cultural consideration needs do you see that others around you either don't see reasonably from their perspective or see but worry that the risks are too high to say anything about. How can you offer your perspective and your voice to a much needed healthy conversation about diverse cultural needs? My hope for you is that no matter your role or position in life, that you would find a way to plant seeds of the legitimacy of seeing cultural various, multiple cultural perspectives and meeting a variety of cultural needs, not just for your own benefit, but also for those around you. While it has the potential to benefit you and others in the present, it also has the opportunity to plant seeds that will create safe environments to build upon further in the future for those you care about, as well as for generations to come. And with that, I'll say thank you again for listening in to the Diversity Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame-free and empowering guest speaker or training on this often sensitive topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.lambertsfisher.com. And if you know anyone else who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult and sensitive topic, then feel free to send them a link to this podcast so they, they can be encouraged as well. And also check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available in paper and audiobook form and on Amazon.com. And I look forward to the opportunity to address as many topics as possible in the future podcast to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, in any community. And as always, remember this, you don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. 
At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. Start building your generational wealth with a $15,000 sign-on bonus and a meaningful career with great pay and benefits. Union Pacific Railroad is hiring train crew members in the Twin Cities area. No previous railroad experience is needed. We provide all the essential training, and you can get a free college education while working. Union Pacific connects communities in 23 states, hauling goods Americans rely on every day. Get your career on the right track with Union Pacific and apply today at up.job slash Minnesota. That's up.job slash Minnesota. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride-sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town. Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 